0: now then lids if you'd like to support the podcast please visit patreon.com slash have a word pod and sign up everyone that signs up on patreon will get discounts for merch discounts for live shows also early availability on content and tickets and this is the big one you will get the wednesday afternoon patreon exclusive episode so monday's episode is for everybody fridays that's what every as well. but wednesday's episode is only on patreon sign up at patreon.com slash have a word pod What's happening guys, it's Adam
1: here. Just a quick word from our sponsors before we kick off today's episode that is Beer52.com Beer52 is the UK's most popular craft beer discovery club they're number one baby and they'll send you some amazing beers every month and you can rate and review them via their website to earn points and rewards. Now every month's beers that you get sent will have a brand new theme. Past themes have been the beers of Germany, California Belgium, Korea, New Zealand, South Africa and many many more and they've kindly given our listeners an exclusive offer you'll get a free case of 8 beers and award-winning beer magazine and a tasty snack the second you sign up they'll send them out in the post and you can't catch corona from the post all you have to do is pay a few quid for the delivery and you can cancel or pause your membership at any time sign up now at beer52.com slash word that's our exclusive link that's b-e-e-r 52.com slash w-o-r-d you'll claim your free case of beer and for every person that signs up via that link only they slide us a little bit of money that supports the podcast it helps us out it's win-win so Do us a favor, pause the pod here, go and do that now, and then enjoy the episode. Nice one. See you in a bit. Fucking did it in one take, bro. Yeah, man. (laughs) Now, I'm getting the word
2: notch upset me nasty bitch catch me outside how about that i'm big boned. i'm heavy structure i'm hung low if i pull my shit out this whole room get dark disgusting follow us
1: on social media at have a word pod and don't forget to watch our very funny podcast videos on youtube you can subscribe at youtube.com forward slash have pod ja. they go by alan and dave aaron and dean granddad and the yeti or even chanel and denise but what's for Show is there are the funniest leads in the podcast game. Don't be a Tory, down your turbo shandy, and tell a friend. This is Have a Word. <laughs>
0: Let's push things forward. I just watched a YouTube uh, with Mike Skinner being weird, reading something out, promoing a new uh, Streets mixtape, and it's just made me remember how much I fucking love the Streets original pirate material. While you were having a wee, I was like, "This ain't the down; is the upbeat. Make it complete." Are they dry your eyes. Means was that them? Yeah, man. Yeah, that was that Are was the, right? that was the second that was the second album. A grand don't come for free. After that, a little bit of old cocaine got in the membrane, and he went a bit shit. Because <laughs> he's like twenty-three and from fucking Birmingham, he's basically a genius who likes a little bit of the fuch of Mozambique. So he basically brings UK hip hop and and garage into a whole like. New stratosphere makes it totally like popular and and then yeah just he's just with his mates and he live in the fucking dream doing coke all the time and by the third album I was like Mike Skinner what the fuck is this but those first two are absolutely quality so I am going to have a uh, post podcast and have a little bit of a street session when <laughs> you go by that on the you getting on the beat <laughs> oh, I'm not this is really bad. Someone emailed us before, I don't know if you clocked it, and just went, guys, I fucking love the podcast. And uh I just if you're ever in Sheffield I'd like to buy you a pint and we can go out and have some Mozambique <laughs> It's like And basically you should just ignore that email. That is one of those emails you'd be like, Yep, I'm I'm it's sound that people love what we do and it's sound that they feel like they can buy us a pint. Because that's basically we're having chat we're having a chat, like what, I tried to describe describing the podcast. We've said it before. It's like you and me have turned up early in a dressing room, and this is the sort of bullshit we chat. <laughs> but I shouldn't be like, "Oh yeah, that'd be good." Going to Sheffield, having a bit of coke. <laughs> but I didn't have ready. I was like, "Oh, fuck, that'd be
1: good fun." You in Sheffield backstage at a gig? Everyone's like, "Hey, anyone got any numbers for some coke?" And you're like, "No, but I've got a fucking email."
2: <laughs>
0: Can it- Email me Coke Dealer. <laughs> let me just uh, let me just register onto Patreon. Uh which tier? Um <laughs> I'm I-
1: getting really good for the drug trade. My dealer's now on LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh god Sheffield as well like could you imagine asking for coke at some of the gigs in Sheffield Sheffield could do with oh this might go down badly but I'm gonna say it anyway Sheffield could do with an influx of younger promoters is that fair to say Adam because some of the old bitches that have been running that town for a while although they're, they're mates and I do gig for them
1: I refuse to answer on the grounds that I may incriminate myself <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> but I don't think it would do Sheffield any harm to have a few young guns who you know know how to work the fucking internet and uh, yeah I just I imagine being at some of the gigs in Sheffield like I'm gonna get some murdering uh, some coke like fucking no. Uh but yeah so that's sad isn't it so I'd like to get my social life back on track did I see something about Rob Mulholland talking about drug dealers at a gig and then you chipped in with something Have I just dreamed that through Wanted a night out?
1: So uh, Rob Mulholland was just talking about, uh, I can't even remember what he said, but I remember the story from uh, the Birmingham Comedy Loft, which is, uh, the Comedy Loft is a chain of comedy clubs, which sort of took over when Jonglers finally went to complete shit.
0: Can I just uh, quantify, qualified, like, took over? What they did was they took the sign down and then they put a new (laughs) sign up. And then they rang, they rang someone else and went, will you book it? It's totally different now. And they were like, yeah, 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 cool. It's totally different. And then you got there and you're like, are you the same? Oh, it's the same staff. Oh, it's, are you, how long have you been the assistant manager here? She's like, 10 years. Oh, yeah. feels, <laughs> feels familiar. <laughs> the Comedy Loft is
1: one of those gigs that are, it's a great double if you're if you're already within a 30 mile radius doing a nice gig and they go we need someone to come and collect 200 quid on the way home it's a fucking great gig for that but it's not necessarily one to put in your diary and look forward to for six months is it
0: (laughs) It I'll be honest I love the guy who books it now since he because Sean Sean. Almi is one of the good guys yeah yeah. So, uh, I would never want Daryl or Sean to take this the wrong way. It's a rebadged fucking Jonglers, and yeah. they book, like, Sean's one of the best bookers, and he books great bills, but it's still a fucking rebadged Jonglers, and you feel it some nights there, you're like, oh my God, it's it's hard work. It's, it's, it's a- not Sean's
1: fault, it's not Daryl's fault. They've been given the contract to book comedy lineups for a chain of nightclubs and then the gigs are ran by the nightclubs who prioritise the after show before
0: they prioritise the show. And they prioritise beer sales Like Junglers used to do You can get a jug of uh, 14 fucking drinks For just 8 95 And if you pay for the platinum package You get the compare to Nosh you off in the disabled toilet That's what we do at Junglers It's all about the comedy Here's a fuckwit with a guitar Let's get this shit over It's nearly quarter to nine It's time for Stacey's hen do I got a feeling I <laughs> feeling <laughs> uh, uh. The, the um, fault the fault is when they accepted the gigs. That's that's the only fault, because I think Sean and Daryl book great gigs, but they have a business to run. Comedy was shrinking in, and they did the right thing in many ways of going, we'll try and run these better and keep them open. Personally, I cannot stand those loft gigs. I think they are... It's like having one foot in the bad old days. It's almost like the industry is trying to move away from it and that's just like it's weirdly having like one foot just stuck in the. Do you remember? Do you remember Jongleurs though? Do you remember exactly how it felt? Because You're it's in the same though. room as Birmingham Jonglers. It's the same gig. I think
1: they. First of all, I'm quite privileged in the fact that they're all quite far away from me. Hmm. Birmingham is my closest one. Um, <laughs> but they've also that's got a weird Regis, privilege. <laughs> Watford and Camden. Now Camden. I always enjoyed and I haven't played it since it's a loft but I, I enjoyed it when it was under the Jongles and Highlight brand. Um, <sighs> Watford and Redden, I'm, I'm never anywhere near them so I don't have to deal with them and they're known to be the tougher two. Birmingham is, I, I think that these type of clubs are a necessary evil within our industry because they are full of stag and hendus a lot of the time because the marketing is, if you book in a group, it's cheaper. If you book your drinks in advance and you all buy a jug, it's cheaper. Get here at six, the show starts at eight. You've got two hours to drink before the show. It's marketed to those people. And what it does is it keeps the type of people who want that night out of the comedy clubs that go, we prioritize couples in the show. So I actually think that a good thing to be there. I, I think it also is still putting money in the pockets of comedians who aren't getting the other gigs and also comedians who are getting the other gigs, but want to double up because without doubling up on a weekend, without doing two Friday and Saturday, it's hard to make a good living as a comedian. It sounds on paper like we earn a lot of money. Oh, 200 quid a gig. That's fucking great, isn't it? Yeah, it is when I'm a hot water. But if I've got to drive to Nottingham three and a half hours each way in Friday evening traffic, and then pay petrol and hotels and whatever else on top of it if I'm not doing two of those gigs in one night it's it's not easy to make a comfortable living you can make a fucking surviving but to make a comfortable living you need to be doing two yeah. and those gigs do provide that so I they're not as enjoyable as the gigs that I ran by the people who are involved with the gig and the people who book it. And it's a purpose-built comedy club. They're always the best gigs and they always will be because they're a comedy club, not a comedy night in a nightclub. And that's a big fucking difference. Um, however, I, I do think they've got their place. And the the story I told Rob Mulholland, which was 100% true, I was comparing the Comedy Loft about 18 months ago, maybe two years <clears throat> and I had like the Saturday off I come in during the week oh we need a compare Saturday night so I went and did it and there was a guy on the front row in a white suit fully white and a black fancy shirt underneath it mm-hmm. and uh, I was like fucking hell and he was so confident legs of Kimba on the front row just like I'm the fucking daddy of the room and I was like what do you do and he went I sell coke and he just said it like not giving a fuck it was almost as if he's like, the people who run this place know me. And if they even try and do anything to me, they know what's going to happen. It had that kind of vibe. And I was like, oh, you sell Coke? And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, great, yeah. And you're just going to stick with that. You're going to, you sell Coke. And a guy behind him went, if you sell Coke, it's 40 quids worth, lad. And he, he just turned around and sold him 40 quids worth of Coke in the middle of the gig.
0: <laughs> oh, God. There's, I'm no, there's no moral judgment on that because you know I'm in no position but in terms of being a uh, sole trader an independent businessman that seems a little bit of a short-sighted fucking sale doesn't it because if you then turn around and anyone celebrating anything yeah it's just retirement we uh, we're all policemen (laughs) it could be a fucking weird (laughs) night like it's all like you're cocky bollocks and you think you know the people but they could easily be a party I don't know just what are you doing I
1: well I, I, he definitely got away with that nice he was there for the whole show <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then he stayed yeah, around you in the interview. <laughs> yeah. and, the, and the crowd as he made sales the crowd got more and more confident in their opinions like adam adam let me tell you something oh my god that's a fucking terrible accent adam ad- oh you you like it nice and slow don't you when you adam i've got I a fucking hickle for you let me tell you something
1: i've had cocaine <laughs> and also some Valium
0: when when people do coke <laughs> it's itself out. So people from Birmingham do coke, they end up becoming the streets. Let's push things forward. This ain't the down; it's the upbeat. Make it complete. They actually become UK garage stars. Yeah, I'd, uh, I'm not a big fan. Birmingham, for some reason, I really do like Birmingham. It gets shat on, but I I really do like Birmingham. But the loft just ugh, gives me, and I've I've been offered drugs in Birmingham after a gig but not at the loft um there's a there's promoters called Andy and Paul Nightingale <laughs> and they booked me years ago because I've got the same surname as them it was that they were just starting out as a, as promoters we're like we like comedy <laughs> we're going to put comedy on and we're like this guy's got our name hey i did some of their first gigs dead sound some of the gigs are brilliant but some of their gigs are like you should have vetted this you should have come here and gone no and there was a box a boxing club in kings ah oh, i wanna say kings heath but i don't know if it was anyway it was it was on the outskirts of birmingham and it was a little bit fucking toasty a little bit rough it was very rough it didn't seem like the worst area but it was a boxing club and they were like right so this is what it is it's like a boxing club a lot of everyone them. in the room can throw a punch yeah <laughs> So it's a lot of the <laughs> members and their mates and you're like, Okay. So members of the boxing club and they're like, they don't really have a dressing room, but obviously there's like the bar area where the gig's gonna be, and then through those doors is like the boxing club. And it was just you know in all the films where they go in and they do the fucking the first walking around round the boxing gym, and like, this is where we'll train you and there's always like someone It was it was just that. It was exactly that. It was it was pretty basic it was exactly what you'd expect on a film set (laughs) so we were allowed to get in the ring with mitts and do fucking fight videos before and all the while we could hear the night sort of filling and it was loud and you knew it was going to be dreadful i think scott bennett was comparing fucking valiantly and it was one of those where i went on and it had been such fucking bedlam it was a free hit I've said this before on the podcast there's some gigs where you're like of course you don't want to have a bad one you want to have a good one but you know that if it goes tits everyone will be like yeah of course it did look what well, the fucking we're, we're, we're trying to do live stand up on a Friday night and on the set of fucking Rocky and it was Bedlam like it and was and Rocky as well before they had the budget <laughs> 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 fucking Brummy Rocky <laughs> Rocky Adrian it, you <laughs> it know was... the story
1: of Rocky by the so, way you know, not like, let me finish my story order order order,
0: order! Uh, <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I apologize to the honourable gentleman <laughs> order um it was really really fucking rough as you'd expect first 10 minutes was blinding I was like oh I'm the king of boxers I'm now gonna be this is my fucking people, and then like all oh, the
1: you do look like Mickey from Rocky actually
2: got me Mick,
0: and then in the last ten minutes they all just lost focus, and I was like, wow, that really started dipping off as they just was like, <laughs> yeah, we're bored of this, and in the car, I just got in the car, and I had a a, a journalist with me, the most rant, no, not journalist, a student who was doing Ph a PhD, and he was studying the life of comedians on the road. He, I couldn't have picked a worst night a gig to have this guy he's called Thomas lovely lad he'd been with me to like the Nottingham Glee and Baby Blue and I was like he lived in Staffordshire and I was like I'm in Birmingham you should come to one of these gigs it's an independent so the whole night getting to the boxing club watching us spar in the dressing room watching doing a gig to a load of coked up fucking maniacs was this PhD student called Thomas and as the night was on, went on his eyebrows just got higher and higher like what the fuck is your job? I was like, I don't know. It's mental, but it's not usually this mental. And as we got in the car, he was just about to go, wow, that was quite interesting. And a guy just knocked on my window and went, "Uh, yeah, you know, you're doing that fucking, those talking about Coke. Do you want some? (laughs) I was like, (laughs) and I should have just gone, no. But I was like, really, what you got? He was like, I've got that flake. (laughs) I've got that flake. 50 I've got that flake for 50 I was like I'm alright thank you I'm with a PhD student and oh the look on his fucking face Birmingham it can be beautiful at the glee but in places it can be fucking toasty (laughs) shout out to Thomas the PhD student I hope he wrote about that the night we got offered flake in King's Heath
1: flake (laughs) Rocky Rocky
0: go on what's the story of Rocky just the
1: um, Steven Seagal no Sylvester Sloan Easy
0: <laughs> Easy you got some Oh fucking Where's the dinger Where's the dinger Just that Helen Mirren No 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, Sylvester Sloan He took the scripts Because he
1: wrote it Didn't he Wrote it Wrote it Wrote it Wrote <laughs> he, it He took it To he the man it. And was like I've written this And they were like Sound mate we want to buy that off you yeah, for like whatever he got offered, and we're gonna put some cunts as the lead roles. Jean Claude Van Damme, yeah, and he basically went, "Nah, mate, I'm starting in it. Go fuck your mother."
0: And then they, and then let him do it. Wow, this <laughs> <laughs> Sylvester Stallone, right, Rocky? I'm so impressed. <laughs> yeah, wrote Rambo as well. I'm oh, fucking out and up. he wrote Peppa Pig. And he wrote The Royal Tenenbaums um, Royal Family (laughs) Schindler's List Cars 2 Cars 2 The Pianist Yeah (laughs) Nil by Mouth Bad Boys (laughs) Men in Black He's he's an amazing Playwright Isn't he Amazing playwright Hamlet (laughs) And he played left back For Wimbledon (laughs) 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 And he's got a foot Ford, lift truck license. He's amazing, amazing guy. Got a 2008 Ford
1: Fiesta, but it's souped up. It's got rims that. <laughs> and
0: that. A microwave
1: in the back of his fucking Ford Fiesta, like the old Russell there.
0: And his uncle Pete's in prison, but don't judge him. You don't even know him. No. <laughs> and he sells flag for fifty. Flag. Got that flag. <laughs> <sighs> Ow! I don't know what just hurt. How's your um? how's your weight loss going i'm just getting to the point my beer 52 order my second beer 52 order just arrived and i was like oh jesus and i considered getting on it because it's very nice i am on board with the beer 52.com and my second but i am starting to get to the point where uh, something's gonna have to happen i think we might have to start a podcast fat club or something look at him he's drink. you can't hear this but he's just drinking his fucking water pretentiously um my weight loss is going really well actually
1: i am two pounds away from dropping a full stone mm. i've dropped 12 pounds
0: um do you feel like I'm a different person the Adam. The
1: couch. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> great lovely <laughs> humor <laughs> lovely humor
1: yeah 12 pound off i'm down to 15 stone eight what's your target from- 14 stone at the end of the year. Right. Got another stone and eight to go this year and then get another stone off next year.
0: Right. You've been jogging still. You've been doing the jogs. You're just doing the diet.
1: Yeah, I was meant to go golfing tomorrow as well, but my cousins put us back out. So I'm either going to go golf on my own or just not go tomorrow, but we'll see. You- I've been going the driving range most nights, twatting some balls and that. You're getting into it? Uh, oh yeah fucking loving it kid I haven't had a drink for four weeks either tomorrow four weeks tomorrow the last lockdown lock-in that we did was the last time I had a booze Holy
0: shit! and I was
1: going to have a booze the night me special come out just as little ah that's over let's have a little celebratory drink and I resisted the urge and I'm now not going to drink until Liverpool play their first game back which is in three weeks or two and a half weeks um but I might get there and just fuck it off and carry on going as well and see how long I can go without a
0: booze. Yeah, because like you say, it just all fucks it up, doesn't it? It all trips over the, oh, Phil, hug over and I want salt and bread. Yeah.
1: I have gone past the shit food craving though. I drove past the chippy last night and I imagined eating chips and I didn't get an erection. So that's gone now. That must have... That's, that's a
0: good sign. That's a good sign.
1: I was just like... If I had chips, I'd regret it. I can taste the regret on chips that I haven't <gasps> gotten.
0: Oh, my God. You get a little round of applause at Slimming World for that shit. Adam, you've yeah. broken the seal. You've broken the seal. Just sometimes be, it's a just round of applause, you. and
1: sometimes you think it's a round of applause, and it's just three fat women leaving, and their thighs <laughs> clapping together. <laughs> Disgusting!
0: Um, that's honestly, that'll get you thrown out of Slimming World. That'll get you but have you done a, so you've not done a Mac. Oh, I can't mate I saw a queue for McDonald's yesterday and it I just done it. I'm not <sighs> going to wait where'd you sit with this because it's not making me like people more I'll say that I was like Laura what's going on man there is a fucking 48 car queue for Mackey D's and I know people like it but how can, 48 cars that's not going like that is it mate I've sat at McDonald's waiting for 10 minutes when there's four fucking cars in front of me like, come on. Mackie D's is all right, but it's not well, that good. Anything else to do with their
1: time? They they might as well wait in that queue because they're either sat in their car or sat on the couch. People are just fucking bored. <sighs> you know what I mean? Like, fuck it. I, like, if I, was, if I was one of the people who eats things like McDonald's and other such-
0: I like mean, poison, it's not you, is it? It's not you. If
1: I was one of those people, I'd probably sit in that queue but I'm not anymore. I made my own chicken curry last night. Oh. It was less than 500 calories for a bowl. And I can't wait
0: till you're a vegan.
1: So much more satisfying than a, a Big Mac or anything like that.
0: I mean, for me, I would personally get in a 48, RQ, 48 car queue for the organic fresh fresh fruit and veg, but that is yeah, it, you I, know.
1: If there was a 48 car queue to fill this water bottle up, of course, you need hydration. 68 for, for kale. That's you now, Adam, isn't it? That's you. But well, McDonald's are a known member of the Bilderberg Group and queuing up. I miss you. To though. Needs of children that have been sacrificed is just not what something I am into.
0: I, I think you're going to live longer. You're going to be better. I mean, if you keep it up, you're going to be better. But I honestly, even though it'll probably take some of your life expectancy away, I'll be happy when the Adam that would wank off a tramp for a steak bait comes back. I'll be alright with it. That's what <laughs> I'm saying. I'm happy that you do, uh, you, do you. Live and live, live. You do you. But if dirty little fucking meat craving fucking Mackie D's bumming Adam Rowe comes back, I'll be like, welcome back. Love it. He'll be back. <laughs> Soon you'll see. I'll remember it belongs to me. I... I couldn't oh, I couldn't queue for more than 10 minutes, 15 minutes From, but with KFC I am getting to the point where I know it's been open for a week and I've seen some bad queues and I'm just like I can't do it but I am getting close to the father. So it's totally hypocritical. I'd hey, love KFC a single oh, love a single tower burger meal with a fucking snack wrap KFC on the side. The outlands, I I'm a, I'm aware that you don't think it does. I think for me KFC is my favourite beyond beyond Mackie D's is always like eh, it's fine. Breakfasts are good. But KFC wrong, is the I one.
1: I think KFC. I can have KFC like once a fortnight. I can have Mackeys four nights a week.
0: No, you used to, Adam.
1: Oh you, yeah, obviously I'm old Adam like that.
0: could that dirty pig. That's where I got old Zen. That big fat pig. But now, little skinny fucking soon to be vegan Roe.
1: I used to be a fat, obese burden to the NHS. And now, if anything,
0: You're I'm non- helping them. You're a non-binary quendo. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a word from our sponsors. <laughs> a fresh fruit and vegetable in Adam's area. Shout out to Trans Alloy Wheels Alloy wheel refurbishments Car bodywork and customization Services in Leeds and throughout West Yorkshire. These guys are a well trusted Family business, they do exceptional work If you want your wheels and Bodywork jazzing up and you're Anywhere in the north, go and see Charlie and the boys at Trans Alloy Wheels They're good guys, they can make your motor Look better, they can add value to your car They do insurance work, they do Powder coating, diamond cutting, painting They do new tyres, acid strip Shop blasting, tire fitting, and removal. These guys are wheel wizards. If you've got cracks in your bodywork, they can well repair them and they do insurance gigs. And the best part is have a word listeners get 25% off fucking everything. The main thing is, Charlie and the guys at Transilo Wheels have supported us during the Rona. They've sponsored this podcast and we want to support them. We can't go and get our cars sorted just yet. As soon as the Rona's done, I'm going. In the meantime, I'm gonna follow them online. We'd love it if you could do it. It as well on facebook they're trans alloy wheels that's all one word trans alloy all one word wheels give them a like give them a follow they are on twitter at trans alloy w trans alloy w and have a look for trans alloy wheels on instagram they've shown this podcast some love let's show them some love back all right back to the pod your ma
1: and dad listen to have a word it's my day today isn't it
0: hey I've Adam's yet. in charge
1: pod I've got two questions a shag marry avoid Ooh. another shag marry, avoid sort of thing another shag marry, avoid sort of thing and would you rather we'll see how far we get in the next sort of 25 minutes we'll see how far we get into it and then we've got some have a words at the end we're doing a fucking pod damn mate Are love you it
0: ready? love it by the way if you don't know on the patreon episode just gone which would have been what? The third of June. We we had people request doing a Shag Maria Void. So I fucked around with it and it worked really well. I had rather a lot of fun. And we're gonna run with the form. This is the first time we'll have done it on the uh, public public apps. Yeah. Oh Adam. <coughs> Do you wanna start it. with
1: that then? No, whatever. With- yeah, if you want, that'd be great. Okay. So got three of these sorts of things. So we'll start with the traditional. Shagmary Void. Yeah If you were presented with the options So we've got the Queen Yeah Judith Keppel Who, for those who can't remember Was the first ever winner of the million And who wants to be a millionaire And went on to be one of the eggheads And Hillary Clinton Shagmary Void. The Queen Judith Keppel And Hillary
0: Right Well, Big Liz I know what Big Liz looks like. I mean, she's 94, so this is fucking brutal. Hillary Clinton. uh, You need her testing because she slept with Bill, hasn't she? Dirty Bill. Um, We've got neighbours at the end of the street who are called Bill and Hillary, and that's how they introduce themselves. Like, hello, it's Bill, Bill and Hillary, like the Clintons. And I tell you what, cheesy as fuck, but I've never forgotten the names. There's Um,
1: absolutely no way they don't bum kids together. (laughs) now They're paedophiles, they must be if they introduce themselves like that.
0: Let me have a look at Judith Keppel. I really hope none of my neighbours ever listen to this, because it's not- <laughs> Could you imagine how shitty the I'm next... i
1: from number 42. He does a podcast. What's it called? Have a word. Yes. A pod- no, let's just listen to the latest one. If we like it, then we'll go back to the start. <laughs> Bill! Bill! my ears (laughs) and
0: the Christians as well Adam's
1: on to us (laughs) let them out the shed
0: (laughs) oh mate what is it about women past fucking this age that you're just like they just look so grey don't they I'm sort of into it me when I'm hungover,
1: sometimes I watch a bit of granny porn
0: no no you don't no you don't I do (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <That day. laughs> oh, God, is it something about young scouse men that love a bit of gran? Looks that... like
1: someone shagging a plastic bag full of veins and bones. <sighs> <sighs> <sighs>
0: but at least the plastic bag's really not going to go. Not like well. a
1: not like a, not like a bag for to... life. It's like one of the free ones they give you to put meat in. <laughs>
0: One of the ones from co-op that's slightly like, you can, it's biodegradable one so the it's ones, got that. Yeah,
1: yeah, you know, the one of the ones that you can take off the roll yourself to put some onions in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nothing God. like a, not like a young bag for life. I'm talking a bag for the next 20, 25 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Shag, marry, avoid. I mean, if this game was called Avoid, <laughs> Avoid, Avoid, <laughs> It'd be fucking simple.
1: You've got to consider as well Hillary Clinton has probably killed people and the Queen ah, more than likely. Ah, I can't believe,
0: I can't believe, I can't believe my brain didn't go there straight away. Marry the Queen because then I'm the fucking, oh shit, I'm not the King, I'm a, damn it, that's not how it works. So, Phil dies. She's like, oh, one wants a little bit of young dick. Ooh. And then, oh, I think I'll go to commoner. Fuck you now. I'll make Kate Middleton look like, look like a member of the, ro- proper school? member of the Royal Family. What?
1: How many years above you in school would the Queen have been?
0: Uh, now, hang on. I'd have been in first year and she'd have been uh, lower sixth. Go fuck yourself, you vegan quendo.
2: Cha! Ah! upset me nasty bitch
0: (laughs) I'm marrying the queen because then I'm the new what is he the Duke of Westminster no he's not the Duke of Westminster what is he what's what's Prince he's a prince isn't he yeah
1: but he's also the Duke of Edinburgh
0: mate you'd definitely be able to sell tickets at the Edinburgh Festival if you're the fucking Duke of Edinburgh come on you think Do you think you can
1: be married to the Queen and you're still going to be allowed to do the fringe?
2: That's one of the (laughs) deals!
0: That's one of the deals! Like, if she wants all of this, if Liz wants all of this, give me some of that fucking little... <laughs> that proletariat fucking white hammer. She's gonna have to accept the terms. Biodegradable bag, pussy. Oh, mate! <laughs> if you're the Duke of Edinburgh, you got to get a semi decent room. You can definitely get aircon. And even if you can't get aircon, you could just pay poor people to blow, blow on the audience. Which it really, in the COVID post COVID era, is probably not going to go down that well. I'd fuck off the tattoo. You know, you know, in front of the castle. Like, have you heard? Dan yeah. nightingale has got a show. Yeah, it's eight PM. Where is it? Yeah, he's fucked off that tattoo, so he's just he's <laughs> right in front of the castle. Still, the castle. still free fringe. How's he doing reviews wise? Not great, not great. <laughs> Chortle, <laughs> Chortle gave it too. Have you heard about Steve Bennett? Yeah, he died in a fucking tunnel in Paris. Cunt. <laughs> um, <laughs> fucking hell! I'm burning some bridges on today's episode. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the Comedy Loft. Fuck Daryl Martin. (laughs) Fuck Sean Owlman. Oh no. Oh no.
1: And Andy Nightingale. Fuck Steve (laughs) Fuck the Edinburgh Fringe. Have a word all day long. Sign up to our fucking Patreon.
0: Dan's gonna fucking need a kid. And (laughs) Marion the Queen. Judith Keppel. (sighs) I don't know. I'm. I I, want. I'm. I'm i think i'd bang hillary i just i'd avoid judith because i couldn't give a shit i just don't know i just think i if i've got a new edinburgh show and i've got to fill t- i've got to fill those seats in front of the of the edinburgh castle i want to i want to do the show about being married to the queen and also i'm on on the bit where i fucked hillary um, i'm
1: marrying judith keppel why because she just looks like a nice lady I reckon you could get on with her um, <laughs> oh,
2: fucking hell
1: what oh, she seems sound. Oh, this is a weird like
0: uh, I'm taking this game very seriously she seems like a really nice she like knowledge- woman who's got doilies
1: and that's that's marriage material for me oh. and I'm shagging the queen because what a fucking story that is and I'm not going near Hillary Clinton because I think
0: she's dodgy Oh, yeah, like the queens. Uh, um, yeah, I don't really want to bang Hil- Hillary, but it's still again. You've got to bang a, someone. Yeah, you've got to, aren't you? You've got to just like Bill, like oh, can I watch? <sighs> <laughs> Get some of that Arkansas pussy, right? He that did was- not have uh- sexual relations with my woman. Oh, mate, you're getting <laughs> Where are these all coming from? Man, man alive, you are so much better at impressions than I gave you credit for. Is it consensual with, with Hillary? It is consensual. All these games are consensual, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course
1: it is, because it's not Shag, it's not Rape, Marry,
0: Avoid. What a horrible game that The game is Rape, Abduct, and the podcast is off the air. All oh, right, okay. Oh,
1: uh, so you're, you're Manny and the Queen. You're shagging Hillary and you're avoiding Judas. Judith's the most harmless one of the lot. You're a fucking weirdo, you, you know. Come on. I want uh, stories out of it. I want stories out of it. So the next one, little twist. Yeah. Laura comes to you. She's been given a shag, a uh, 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 sort of thing like this. Yeah. And she says, Dan, we're married. I want your input. What would you like me to do? Okay. So she's got to shag one of these. Right. She's got to work for one of them for the rest of her life. Yeah. Or avoid them. Okay, so it's shag, once, work for
0: forever, or avoid. I love it when you start playing with the form. Love it, Adam. Laura, go. Donald Trump, Rupert Murdoch, oh, Jeffrey sick. Epstein, who for the purposes of this is still alive. Uh, right. <laughs> I love you brought a dead man back.
1: so we've got Donald Trump who is you know who he is and current president of the United States we've got Rupert Murdoch who essentially uh, controls a lot of the media worldwide and especially in the UK and is once quoted as saying he hates the EU because he can't control them Um, and we've got Jeffrey Epstein who is a billionaire pedophile who had an island where he used to send people to fuck kids so
0: shag work for a voice right she's shagging Epstein right (laughs) which I don't think she's going to be dead happy about even when she was alive he's but but from the point of like the greater good at least for that night he's banging a 34 year old woman and not like a, a 14 year old Haitian fucking girl who's been brought to some big island like, well, you are pay for my family's class. Um, and that was my Haitian. Um, so that is one. That's where she takes one for the team. Okay? It's not about what she wants. It's about the greater good. Um, Donald <laughs> Trump. I don't want anything to do with that horrible fucking cheese puff. e oh god he's making my eyes water at the moment fuck me I can only imagine what Jilly Bean and all our American listeners are going through if they didn't vote for him they must be like ah fuck and if they did you're in that position of like do you double down and go nope he's our president and I think he stands you know he's literally he's
1: he's still the odds on favourite to win the next election and odds on basically means the bookies are overconfident of it happening
0: wow wow um, you have to
1: bet more than you would win
0: well yeah just tell you what like you said on Monday waking up to Twitter is is fucking difficult <laughs> Laura's brought it up several times like why won't someone just shoot him because that's a really British thing of like yeah, fucking, you've all got guns someone fucking shoot him like <laughs> they're not even trying <laughs> like um. But uh, if she works for Murdoch I'm potentially getting free Sky so that's you know what I mean I know he's the son and I'm having nothing to do with that but he does he does own Sky and I just had my Sky go out this morning the direct debit and it's hashtag a motherfucker, and it's about to get bigger because I've paused the sport they were like do you want to pause the sport I was like yes I do dickheads because sport's been paused not fucking paying you 20 quid a month for jack shit. We've got the best of the 2006 2007 season. Couldn't give a fuck. So, yeah. She'll work for Murdoch. Is that all right? I feel like I thought that through. But fucking she's having nothing Indeed. to do with Trump. I disagree with you though. Go on. For me,
1: Jade is shagging Murdoch. Yeah. Get that over and done with. She's working for Trump, but she's <laughs> she's she's going to push things towards the left. Right, yeah. And she's avoiding Epstein at all costs because she's going to then... If she had to work for Epstein, when they start off and other people they're going to off her as well. So she's avoiding Epstein. Shag Murdoch, get that out of the way. Don't really want much to do with him. He won't even fucking remember the senile old cunt. And he can get involved with Donald Trump and he can, she can be like, oh, Donald, don't you think that legislation needs to be changed? Look, I'm a young woman. Wouldn't you like to see my tits? Well, then... Give black people and women equal rights, and then yeah, so she could solve some problems there. so That's my answer.
0: Yeah, uh, Rupert Murdoch's eighty-nine years old, so that's what you just signed Jade up for. A bang yeah. with his old.
1: Comes dusty in it. <laughs> 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 yeah, when he comes, it looks like John Coffee spitting the fucking locusts out of his <laughs> <between Miles. laughs>
0: John Coffee, oh, don't care no, boss don't die. Oh God! Oh, <laughs> oh Adam bro <Ralph>. you know <laughs> the dusty spunk thing has been done in co- in in stand up. Like what? Did Dave Johns has got a bit about it? He's like, when I come now, it looks like two two chalkboard. <laughs> <laughs> cleaners being banged together and I've heard like different versions of it oh but John Coffey and the fuck oh man oh god that film The Green Mile fuck me I love that film do you know I wa- I once made my mate Claire watch that this is years ago and we'd been properly out doing coke we'd been up till late and then we got like four or five hours of patchy sleep we were just there's nothing on on the sunday it's so before i met laura i was like oh it's just like get on the couches at hers and just like watch some films and she was just like right and then we watched something really gentle and easy and she was like oh i haven't got loads of other options and she had the green mile was on sky she'd saved it on sky or something you could download it i was like oh the green mile is so good she was like right yo Right, right we'll watch it she didn't she'd never seen it and i sort of forgot you know my memory of the green mile is that it's brilliant i forgot how emotionally loaded it loaded it is and she'd had about three and a half hours sleep like class a's in a system and towards the end of that film i hadn't realized she was crying and i looked over and it was like it was it was you know when you're like oh someone that's really she was like the fucking tears running down her face As John Coffee gets fucking ah. Oh god Oh Adam Fuck me <sighs> Alright oh. Come on oh. Number three <laughs> Fucking hell
1: Similar to what you did the other day This one On the Patreon episode So three comedians Yeah. You've got to watch one yeah. Collaborate one.
0: Yeah.
1: And erase the other one from history. So it's like they never existed, including all
0: their works, just gone. Ooh, fucking hell. Uninstalled. Deleted the files. I
1: yeah. think I know which way you're gonna go here, and I think I'm gonna disagree with you. Bernie Mac Yeah. Richard Pryor. Fuck. And Dave Chappelle.
0: Oh, jesus christ
1: i feel like i'm giving you sophie's choice here and oh, i'm from here all right. and Laura, like i'm killing
0: one kid one of them's fucking gone right well bernie Mac has got one of my favorite ever clips you'll recognize it because we've fucking played oh. it on the intro oh, I'm hung low. Do you know I pull my shit out, this whole room get dark? <laughs> Do you know that whole piss take that we did way back on the podcast where you were like, "I'm hung high, I'm light structured If I pull my shit out, this whole room get bright." <laughs> Fucking makes me laugh randomly that when that happens. Richard Pryor is so instrumental to American comedy, and Dave Chappelle is. He's, he's up there with the absolute best ever, never mind best at the moment. Although he, you know, some people really take against the stance he takes, but in a, like we discussed when you were talking about his last special, he's taken a stance at a time where it's more needed than ever for someone to have the, to not worry about the career and be like, ooh, can't say that. He's like, no, I no, no, we need to be so. Yeah.
1: Seen a phenomenal thread on Twitter the other day which I'll send you after this and I'll retweet it on the Have A Word account um, about Dave Chappelle uh, and his it, it's basically from a, a, about 10 years ago he popped into a comedy club and some, he was asking the audience give me something to riff on and I'll just make jokes up on the spot about that subject and someone uh, suggested police brutality and it basically goes through what he said that night and um, how he dealt with it and it's phenomenal. Well worth a little two-minute read. Well, who, who are you watching collabing and erasing here, kid? Made it out of here, haven't I? This is a hard one.
0: Yeah, I'm going to watch Richard Pryor live live at the Sunset Strip. Me too. Because... um, Because that, that would be the best special ever. Yeah. That would be, be... the
1: best hour of stand-up ever caught on camera. Arguably. S-
0: yeah, to see that would be something amazing and we've talked about it before but we've we, we you can laugh at that now I would collaborate with Chappelle I would collaborate with Chappelle because I think I think where he's at now just I mean if we're literally th- thinking literally for him to be involved in this podcast would put us and this podcast into a different fucking universe <laughs> wouldn't it it would be like it would be it would be like being made by the godfather yeah and and i wish more famous comics would reach down it's not a massive culture of that in britain of like the bigger comics just reaching down going you know that thing you're doing let me help like manford's amazing for it john bishop's done it millican's done it but there's not like it's not the overwhelming tendency of bigger british acts to be like oh i remember struggling as well it's more like well i got here why can't you fuck's sake and I will cancel Bernie Mac as much as that hurts my soul a little bit. I've seen some of his stuff from the '90s, where he uh, he is doing some slightly uncomfortable stuff about about you, you, uh, his is one of his brother's you kids. Do
1: realise we're doing this? Yeah. You're going to delete yeah. Charlie's Angels with Cameron Diaz in. <laughs>
0: I'm also I'm deleting one of the best just before you answer (laughs) I'm deleting one of the best characters from Bad Santa which is right yeah but the the thing is with Bernie Mac is I've he's from a different era he's from a different world than ours and the rules have changed but they were changing around him and like he drops faggot in a way that even I like who like him and know him have gone like oh that is it just doesn't age well not that I'm saying he wasn't brilliantly talented because he was. He was incredible. But I'd cancel it because it doesn't sit well. It doesn't... Ta- now, Rich, what Richard Pryor did in the 70s stands the it's test of time. And yeah. I've heard people say about Eddie Murphy as well, you know, like, Raw it's fucking it's so... And it's because you're like, yep, yeah, they're from a, it's from a different time. And it was acceptable in their world. And now the world's moved on so I would use that as my reason because that is none of that's an easy cancel but I will I also think he's the lesser of the three stand-ups you're talking about two of the best ever and Bernie Mac being basically incredibly fun but not because he's one of the all-time greats is that a decent answer?
1: Right now I am exactly the same I expected you to erase Chappelle and keep Bernie Mac just because I know how much of a Bernie Mac fan you are but I was basically going to make the argument you've made. And I think Chappelle, especially when you read that thread from the other day, the amounts of specials he's put out recently, Chappelle's show, which basically changed the way American sketch comedy was done forever. Like Key and Peele, which who are phenomenal, essentially just did the Chappelle show once Chappelle fucked off. Um, yeah. So I think Chappelle, you collaborate with him. You've got to watch Richard Pryor just because of who he was and what he did for comedy. And sadly, that means Bernie Mac disappears for good.
0: The Bernie Mac thing is... he, he The reason I love him is because, basically because of a couple of Def Jam things and a few TV appearances. That doesn't... It's a bit like, like a player like Matt Letizia who was like, wasn't he amazing fun? And then t- talking about like a fucking the another level up is like Maradona and Pele. Like, yeah, he's brilliant fun, but he wasn't at the fucking same level. And the Chappelle thing, I think you thought I'd cancel him because I, I love that, that within our industry at a time. And I think there might be, we might be seeing the first, like the high watermark got up there of like woke politically correct comedy and i think that might be coming back down a little bit now because the the wave of sort of political correctness hits doesn't it and go no we should push further and then obviously that doesn't mean that that's the line and that's always the there's going to be people that turn around go hang on you can have a sense of humor about things you can talk about race and sexuality and the gender the pay equality or whatever without it being offensive, without it being like hate speech. And I feel like the it's just coming back a little bit. And I think Dave Chappelle's the part of that. I'm totally part of that. Oh, 100%. And the things that
1: are going on right now, the coronavirus and the uh, essentially American revolution, the second one, um, I think they're going to massively go in the favor of that as well, because it's going to be very, very difficult to not seem fucking insane to come back after this and get offended by something that gets said in a comedy club like yeah y- you're gonna look a bit fucking stupid to be like actually I really don't think that that's okay and people are gonna go well you're a virtue signaling piece of shit and you have been for a long time and you, you should have learned a lot from the past year so I do think that's gonna go away but,
0: but, as, but as well like you can hate someone's comedy and you can refuse to laugh and you can not buy a ticket but stop trying to cancel people. Be a fucking yep. grown-up. And and when you call someone a Nazi without them being a Nazi, that's so fucking damaging because you're pushing people toward, like, these far-right groups. Like, you're almost normalising, like, oh, it's so difficult. You have to be a grown-up about it, being able to judge where hate speech starts and finishes, because if you don't, you blur the lines and you basically normalise those fucking right-wing hateful Nazi cunts because they can hide in the midst of everyone going, well, I've just got a sense of humour. If you make it clearer where they are and where jokes are and where hate speech is, it's so important. And that's where I think Netflix is massively influential. And and that's where I think I've said it before. I think we lag behind. We have too many gatekeepers on content on British TV. And the internet, it's been said by many a comic, is the great revolution for content. Because finally you can go, this is what I do. And this is where I'll do it. And if you like my stuff, come and find me. I'll be doing it here. Netflix let everyone do whatever. There's many different... Mike Babiglia is very different from Dave Chappelle, but they're all on the same content. If you go to Live at the Apollo and they're like, we think you're great, this is what we'd like you to do Live at the Apollo, they vet your fucking set. And like with Finn Taylor the other day. Go, you can't say that, you can't do that joke, you can't do that joke. You know, Bring on just an open fucking arena for content and comedians to do this stuff what the
1: internet's for, innit? and that's why it's a good time to be putting shit out and that's why I've like it's great for me with that special I've just put out because I'm just going here's what I've made no one gets to tell me what to do with it it's on YouTube watch it or don't I don't give a
0: fuck yeah one of the best things about comedy clubs you are yeah. you're the only people that are judging are the crowd and you could say well promoters are judging promoters just judge off the crowd in the main so if it's funny the crowd will laugh and if they if it's not funny they won't and then all of a sudden instead of a tv producer and a you know like a t- television channel deciding if that suits their sort of remit you just get to go i'll just put that straight out oh fucking joyous it's beautiful 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 that ah, was a good one man that was a good one i like how you tried to uh trick me i love this new game I am a big fan of Shag, marry Avoid void, or any variation you want to do if you can think of one. I have, I have others waiting for next time I'm doing it as well. I wrote a, f- a few more as well. <laughs> can I do one? Can I quickly do one for you, Adam? I wrote it today. Yeah,
1: why not? Come on, kids.
0: Right, this one is an animal-based one. It's oh, rescue, wow. so you have to basically have ha- adopt it. You yeah. ad- adopt it. Uh, rescue become bum. (laughs) So, you have to rescue one animal and keep it with you, Jade, and Minnie. Become one of these animals or bum one. Cat, dog, parrot, where you at?
1: I think it's very difficult to bum a cat. (laughs) Steve Harris. Oh, shit, he does a bit on that, doesn't he? Yeah. (laughs) You can't... (laughs) Yeah, that's going to be hard.
0: Aggressive. It's going to be a big dog, is it? You want one of them big dopey dogs? Um, I'd be a, I'd be a parrot.
1: Well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm rescuing the dog.
0: Right. No, I'm not. I'm rescuing. Can, can I just say, you can't bum a parrot because that's one of the few animals that. I'm can- going to bum the cat. That, that can be a witness in your prosecution <laughs> Polly, Polly Polly what
1: happened
2: Ash
0: what's up with his parrot's been watching a lot of HBO I'm gonna bomb
1: the cat. I am gonna get that cat and ruin its day. oh.
0: Snuff,
1: Um, you become- I'm going to rescue the parrot and I'm going to become a dog. Ugh. I just think dogs have a fairly good life. Parrot, like, I was going to become the parrot, but then I'm like, I don't want to be in a fucking cage all day. Like, being a dog, you get treats, you get to go for a walk, you get to sniff shit. It could be a wild parrot. Have <laughs> you not seen Rio? <laughs> this is no. the worst... I'm going to rescue the parrot and then I'm oh. going to become a dog a good dog as well and then I'm going to fucking end that cat's fucking hymen
0: I'd rescue a cat bum a dog become a parrot I just want I want to fly I want to fly far far away <laughs> tired now boss so tired <laughs> <laughs> Rupert
1: put your dick away do you want a cracker? Eh? I want counselling. <laughs> 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 Let's have a word from our sponsor.
0: Oh, I have fucking lolled today, kid. I have. I don't think Dave Chappelle's going to want to work with us. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> I don't think after the parrot rape bit, God, Dave Chappelle's going to be like these guys. You know them, you love them. It's Vauxhall Comedy Club in that day, London. If you're visiting London, if you're going down for the weekend, take your missus, take your fella, take them to go and see comedy. There's some cracking comedy shows in London. Some of them, and I've played them, are a little lacking in fucking soul. Vauxhall Comedy Club. This is a comedy club done with love and care and done properly in a great room with great atmosphere with brilliant comics. Some from the TV, some up-and-coming circuit talent, and the absolute best of it. If you're there for the weekend, is Friday and Saturday night, and down at Vauxhall Comedy Club, call it bottomless booze comedy. So basically, you pay them an entry fee with the money for your booze included. It's 25 quid, it's a 90 minute show, and you also get bottomless booze, wine, beer, cider, 25 quid. There's also a spirit and mix of bottomless ticket that starts at 35 pound. And if you're a purist, you're staying sober, you're fucking zivin', the ticket's just a tenner. Once we're done with the rona and back to normal trading, Vauxhall Comedy Club is usually open Monday to Saturday. It's right next to a street food garden. And between now and then, do us a favor have a word and follow the Vauxhall Comedy Club Online, you can join the mailing list. It's at Vauxhall Comedy Club on Insta, at Vauxhall Comedy on Twitter, and Vauxhall Comedy Club on Facebook. It's an over eighteen night out, and you never know, come the autumn, you might see me and Adam there. From Texas to scam every lead is listening to
1: the funniest podcast in the game. This is Havawad. <sighs> what time is it, Dan?
0: <sighs> Two seconds later.
2: It's time to have a word with
0: Adam and Dan Tell us all the problems you have with your
1: friends This was gonna be the whole podcast Now it's just the final 10% Shout out Little Vinny What a tune Uh, I sing that round the house now starting to drive Jade fucking up the wall so thank you to uh, Little Vinny for that because you know what I I, I enjoy doing it I did not um, I've got some have a words for Adam and Dan. Um, we've already sort of covered the first one, so I'm going to just delete that. Oh, um, okay. Have a word. So, do you want a porn themed have a word or a lockdown themed have a word? There are the two
0: options. Let's start with porn and lock it off. Block it off with lockdown.
1: Okay what's happening fellas I have an age old have a word for you I want you to have a word with my girlfriend as she says that watching porn is basically cheating on her we're currently long distance shouldn't look down because we go to the same university so my argument is that it's just as it's just a stimulant or a prompt whereas she sees it as me fantasizing over other girls which I don't think is true uh she hadn't told me she doesn't like it until now but she's still upset so I said it's like if I gave her a massage every night and it was giving her excruciating back pain if she doesn't tell me till night seven she can't be pissed off that I've been rubbing her back for six days (laughs) I definitely understand her side of it I call bullshit on that considering she doesn't watch porn so tell me if she has a point and I'm essentially mentally cheating on her or if she needs to give her head a wobble cheers lads from a dedicated word as a where there's original who wishes to remain anonymous? Anonymous.
0: I mean, I think. I mean, this know, bitch the, is crazy. Using porn is disgusting. You need to sort yourself out. Awful.
1: Do you understand this point of view at all? For a woman to have, obviously, Laura doesn't have it. Jade doesn't have it. We have our Thursday nights, as we all know.
0: I just think it's maybe maybe this is wrong, but I think it sounds a bit immature. I think it sounds very immature it's the same feeling of like insecurity like did you just look at another girl across the sixth form common room you're like oh grow the fuck up like think- you doing a long distance relationship and he's you're like you can't i know we've not seen each other for two and a half months but don't look at naughty naked girls like oh God, it's not real is it
1: i think this girl was having a bad fucking day. She's bored in the lockdown and she just wanted a fucking fight like they all do every now and then. She was fucking bored and she was like, I'm going to pick a fucking fight and she's gone for this. She's being a fucking twat fuck.
0: Oh God, here he goes. Um, I just its fucking I just, stupid and it's fucking
1: naive. If there's any woman listening to this who thinks their partner doesn't fantasize about other women, you're a fucking lunatic, okay? We even fantasize about other women while we're fucking you, yeah. and sometimes we fantasize about uglier women so that we don't come too quick, okay? Like there that. you go. We're constantly thinking about whatever we need. Sometimes we're like, oh, I'll think about the hottest woman I've ever seen. There we go. I'm fully erect. Oh, I'm going to come. Hang on. Here's Gail Platt. Now we're back to a <laughs> level playing field.
0: Where's your head go? Where's your head go when you're trying to slow the flow? Where's your head go? I think a Gail
1: Platt eating like an oyster or like a certain, like, that's
0: not sexy. Oh my God. If I wanted to comp- the thing is, you, you don't want to lose the erection completely just listening to my dad eat a Sunday roast. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. My dad. Oh. It's I've never known noise like it. And you look across like, is that your mouth must your jaw must be broken and that's why that and then his mouth is closed. There's just so much noise going on. Like a fucking <laughs> Oh like the symphony hall with fucking meat and two veg twirling around. That would stop me coming to the point where I'd be like, I'm really sorry, we're gonna have to give me half an hour and start again. Yeah, I just just don't know, man. What are you on about? Unless you're into some, like... Unless it's nasty stuff and, you, and you're and a girl and you, you're you like, I don't mind you looking at porn, but, like, what is that that you're looking at? Because sometimes there's some point... Like, I'm like, I'm into porn. And then Laura goes, Laura and I have never done the... What porn are you into? Because sometimes I'm like, I don't want anyone to know exactly what porn... And so I, I find myself enjoying... <laughs> this is weird... I can't decide. When you know when you've watched so much porn and you're like you go up the levels and then like we've talked about it when you're hungover it gets a bit like Nyeh. you go a bit weird,
1: you can't breathe. But yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. I Hurry love
0: I, I've watched so much porn. I, it's almost like watching loads of stand-up. <laughs> it's what it's like watching loads of stand-up when you wanna like then listen to podcasts about comedy. You wanna see behind the curtain. I sort of like I like the, the porn where you can tell, especially for some reason, when girls don't enjoy rimming and <laughs> it's part of the film and they've got to like lick a man's bum hole. And there's some girls are like, wicked, let's get down there. This is what we trade for. And they're like, ah, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, wow. <laughs> <Has> she, <laughs> fucking hell. Has she been intermittent fasting? Because she is chowing down on butt cheeks. She's like, and the, the guy's like whoa, 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 whoa wow and then there's other girls are like uh and you can tell off off camera someone's like they've obviously i don't know what they can't be like rimming or if they've just got like a little card that they're like and now it's rimming or if it's like position five is rimming and you can almost see the girl be like <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> no i'm just
0: like like <laughs> I don't. I don't know how a porn set. But I would love to get a porn star on here and just ask some questions. Is I'm the get totally dick? I'm get totally dick fit. Dick, fit oh come on! Is that? I love it. Is there a? Is there like a producer going right? Because you never hear it, or do they stop the? I, they must just stop the recording and be like, right, next position. But it happens quite naturally sometimes, or are they just going on instinct? But I, I sort of find it really entertaining when you can tell the girls like. Oh, I don't want to lick his bum that's where poo comes from and I'm like yeah yeah exactly it doesn't matter how many times you shave it it's still your arsehole He's still a and then she's there like oh, oh, oh. <laughs> like, like, you a, like, like a trial trying to eat Watson fucking brussels sprouts a
1: bum hole that she doesn't want to eat
0: I find it weirdly entertaining I'm not sure I'm enjoying it I just find it very real I find it quite I don't know why I enjoy it. Like, I mean, it's all consensual. They want to be there. That's And I've said before, I don't like all the Eastern European stuff where they're like, but I'm trying to feed my family. I, don't know. I want an American girl who's like, yeah, 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 I'm fine. But I'm doing this for money. I just that, that moment where you can see a guy, oh, God. <laughs> if this missus was like i don't want you watching Can that i'd be like
1: likes watching women lift bum holes against their will there's no the context of the word for this no
0: week. how dare you sir how dare you that is not true they they are willingly doing it but i like the scene the look of regret <laughs> like, fuck, nearly done it's a bit like gigging at birmingham loft it's the it's the comedic the comedic equivalent is like when you look down you're like I'd love to walk off this stage at sixteen minutes because they're all fuck knuckles selling each other coke and then you're like ah oh, shit four minutes to go and then some <laughs> bell end shouts up at the back it's the se- as a performer I've been in that exact position she's like two scenes through the end she's like bum old lick and then we're finished and then I can go home and have a cry in the shower that's exactly how I felt driving away from the Birmingham loft <laughs> I'm like, oh god let's do the closing bit. I? can I get a uh, 50 bag of flake? <laughs> I don't know so yeah, if it's just normal porn, just fucking grow up. But if it's like, you know, remorseful bum licking, <laughs> <laughs> fucking, oh God. That is so fucking funny. We're going to end it there. That's a
1: pod. I'm going to keep the other one for Monday. We're running low on have a words. I'm fucking keeping it for Monday. It's been an hour and 15 minutes anyway. I don't give a fuck. <laughs>
0: Um, I have lulled today Adam Rowe it's been
1: a belter I've um, got a song for yeah. it's called An Evening With um, and it's from a Manchester rap collective called The Dead Kings which is Seymour Pete Obsolete and NCK it's a fucking banger go and find them on social media I'm sure they're everywhere they didn't send us the links though Um, they're called The Dead Kings it's a fucking great track this I searched it on YouTube before nice little music video for it there this is The Dead Kings with an evening with we'll see you on Monday and if anyone hasn't already please go to youtube.com slash Adam Rowe comedy or just search Adam Rowe Full show on YouTube and watch my new stand-up special that we're on fifteen thousand views now, which is fucking phenomenal. And just please keep watching it and sharing it and telling people about it as well as the podcast. Yeah,
0: I'm doing the also I'm doing the COVID arms tomorrow night, which uh, raises m- money for me and the uh, what is it the Trustle Trust the Trustle Trust. Yeah, so uh, if you want to see me try and remember my comedy tomorrow night from 7 p.m., it's online, it's watched by a lot of people, it's called The COVID Arms, but do go and check out Adam's YouTube special, Club Comic. Have a great weekend. You. you too, baby. Bye, Listen please. to the
1: music, and we'll see you Monday. Bye.
0: Dog time, Bows.
1: <laughs> ah, dog time, boss.
2: Yeah, this is a mutual decision. Me and C are feeling sick with the way that we're living. Living with the fact that we've been forever sold freedom. We Remove the sheet and see, it's an open-air prison. We're on the dark side of that moon, no prison. It's a fast ride to doom with your face in the system. But wait, that's in the system with the opposite of fiction. They're trying to take the wealth, rubric up the divisions, we could apart, the future's bleaker in parts We need to beat the deceivers with the the palms, Tip a tip will grab the black, And beat them to shards, let them bleed, then these sheep will be seeing the stars And while they're watching, is they live While you're catching, this dynamic jewel Burning falls with pen blotches, a penny For your thought, then you thought it just slots In, money on your mind, it doesn't matter That's, that's a problem. problem, it's taken me a while To see who were friends, from those you have to leave Behind, prompt. pretenders love to play the part I thrive from those genuine Who look out for most, you don't need to be a martyr to change someone's one's day through being kind-hearted all I'm saying is let's start where we'll start open-minded with the desire to move forward support the cause to support the unsupported represent those at home as much as the walls or so where business is bought.
0: nothing but justified extremism bereavement brought and in the first world school of thought the things we complain of are madness when you reflect and stop mobile phone lust doesn't compare to a breakfast have where a cold is not a car. toxic water is what you've got disease-free
1: is a luxury, fast food is attached to a parachute, medicine is dilute if you, you wanted of the lucky it. few.
2: Uh, this is the reality, but we know this already, shut the fuck up, change a channel on the telly. Group of angry, marginalised social outcasts being told how to act, little bedrooms taxed by the upper upper middle class, celebrated by those who would have loved ancient Rome. This is nothing major, an evening with the dead kings making a wager. Wake up, we put the paint to the paper, man providing the beats for the caper. This is nothing major, an evening with the dead kings making a wager. Wake up, we put the paint to the paper, man providing the beats for the caper. Your whole life is a race I'm the drifter rolling wrist, With the shades on my face But I make pace See the truth and spit in black and white The colour that you're seeing is a lie See behind it The messages stay hidden to the sight. It's not apparent to the eye Unless you imbibe the hybrid Or open your mind Or open your mind's iris A good way to start Retracting your eyelids And see the world for the real Question what you feel They brokered the deal But I'm breaking the seal I'm the block Known for long courts corpse, and star steel Hungry for the truth But I'm crucified. Next meal, I'm not feeling it Whether I'm hardly even breathing in Reeling from the heavy air around us As they feel a, a in, I heal too quick I'm side up, forcing to be honest in With the force of a fly guy, Leviathan, these dead, dead kings. kings Yo, cause this is nothing major An evening with the dead kings making a wager Wake up, we put the ink to the paper Man cut providing the beats for the caper